So what's my future? You don't have one. I see you, but you can't see me. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights podcast. My name is Hunter, and like always, I'm joined by my good friend, co-host, and Hallmark ornament purchaser, Matt. How's it going, Matt? I left an extra pause so I wouldn't talk every this time. It's going good. <laughs> I've not bought that Hallmark ornament yet. I did make the mistake of sending it to my wife, which immediately told me I may have just inadvertently pointed out my birthday present. So I have to oh. find a way to <laughs> see if it's been purchased yet or not. She's got a, I don't know, if is it an ornament or is it actually like a full-size stein? No, it's an order. Ooh, okay, hold on. Because I know Walmart sells a couple of them, and I, I sent gonna, you. Yeah, let me look. Forward her the link I sent you earlier, or the photo I sent you, because you might as well take advantage of that thirty percent off. It says it says ornament. It says okay, Stein ornament. I, I I hesitated because the same day I saw this, I saw. Have you seen the? Wow, this is nothing to do with what we're talking about tonight. But the <laughs> the carbon freezing freezing chamber ornament that yes. lowers a little Han Solo and comes up in carbonite. Yeah, that they showed that video hanging from a tree. That's why I wasn't sure which is which. And just to cap off this complete tangent that has nothing to do with what we're talking about so people know what we're we're discussing um hallmark is also releasing an ornament called happy halloween beer stein and it's a halloween themed beer stein ornament and i i had never felt more directly targeted by a product in my life i was that. gonna say yeah that's perfect for you and when you yep. send it i'm just <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna enable it i've gone down the past couple of years i've really gotten into day after christmas sales at hallmark mm. so like mm-hmm. my entire christmas tree can just be hallmark ornaments at this point we have and uh, we have quite a few yeah. for a while there it was like the only star wars thing you could really get before the prequels came out so it was an easy gift for people to get me that was under 20 bucks at the time oh yeah good point good point but hey folks we know that you love the hallmark discussion but you were here <laughs> right hey it had a halloween twist in the end <laughs> yes the big, it did the tie. big reveal was halloween yep <laughs> i bought an 11 ornament a couple years back so it's perfect it goes on my tree <laughs> every christmas um but matt we're here today because we got some hhn 32 news uh especially regarding uh well stranger things volume four was announced uh, now, this is probably no surprise to any of you because everyone and their mother has been tweeting Vecna and Eddie <laughs> yeah, Munson gifts like- for a week straight. But for those of you who were actually surprised um, and it had an announcement season instead of, I believe you coined it, um, what was it? Uh, it's confirmation, confirmation season. season? I said yeah. that earlier today on our conversation, but I will say Chucky was a surprise. Even that, well, I mean, that was last year. So that was last yeah. was the re- event wrap up. So I would still say so far it's been confirmation season. Yeah, and, no speculation, uh, just confirmations. <laughs> right, yeah, no, my it's not even an instant reaction because my instant reaction was three weeks ago when it was already basically unofficially confirmed. Already being talked. I will yeah. say this one is, it is a confirmation in a really cool way though because a lot of us had heard about Stranger Things and it kind of came out of nowhere where it was like no one really thought it was going to come back because right. you know we had two strong years and then everything else happened and then it's been gone. And when we didn't see it last year, it was like, Oh, well who knows what the Netflix partnership looks like now. So to actually see it be formally announced and know it's not going to get ghost faced slash screamed, you know, in no, August. No, yeah. Right. Yeah. That, it is a nice confirmation. That's about the only danger of the, the early 99% confirmation is that there's always that 1%, which we, can give an example of almost every year that something could happen so you, you even though you almost entirely sure you know there's that one seed of doubt that something could go awry so this i guess i guess it's a there is still some satisfaction to it when it's officially announced 
Absolutely. And if you can hear Vecna celebrating outside my window, because it is again a stormy day here in Orlando, Florida, as oh, we're sitting we're down to record not this. We're getting anything yet. Let me check the weather. Just oh, it to, is uh, kicking over here. See we what have a pension expect. for recording during stormy times, man. <laughs> oh, not uh, isolated thunderstorms. You must be in an isolated area. I must so. Um, and then we also got news about frequent fear passes, which are, <laughs> that's a huge thing and a huge yeah. gap in my wallet. Um, yeah, that's, we, we should probably start there first, I think. I know, I know it's always a price increase. That's just, that's the price of business, period. But man, that's a jump. That's, I mean, it wouldn't, I wouldn't call it a huge leap, but it's a little more of a jump than I kind of was preparing myself for. You know, it has always been frequent fear, especially those with Express, has always been a premium product. Yeah, yeah. it was the, the Express. I went right to the price to see because it's like, and I was like, that's more than I paid for my very first Ultimate with Express back in 26. I know. I know. And, and we're going to break down those numbers real quick. And I was just going to. Oh, I was going to say, and I'm talking about frequent fear plus. I should should uh yeah specify which one i was looking at because yeah. uh anyway i'm sorry go ahead yeah, yeah yeah no i was just gonna say yes the it's one of those things where i always feel pretty good about my numbers when i break it down with the night by night yep. ratio yeah. but it is going this is kind of what i was saying earlier it has gone from a premium product into an ultra luxury product uh it is it's it close. is very yeah, I, expensive yep. It's the only I had a, there was a, 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 like a moment of, um, panic of course, but then a moment of rationalization, it is more nights, which it almost always is. It's, it's covering three months now, which is actually kind of cool. Uh, yeah. The fact that we officially have a November instead of a late extension is, is cool. And I mean, I did the math, like how many nights do I have to go to break even? And it's not, well, because of everything going up, it's not as many. So I'll probably do it. Well, we're going to talk about that more here in a little bit, I think. Well, I don't have to be coy. I know I'm going to end up there with that pass anyways. Uh, My goal is to always break it down to about the 40-ish dollar range, 35 bucks, give or take. But yes, uh, you alluded to this, which I think is very important. We've been asking for this for a little while now. And guess what, folks? November 1st through the 4th has been officially added to this year's event. So we'll have Halloween night. We'll have the 1st <laughs> through the 4th. Now, um, was that was that announced when the dates were announced? I, I may have missed it. I, I kind of just took, you know, saw the blurb and, and, and went by. I mean, I knew usually I look at the starting date because that's the thing that always gets moved up. And I just, I guess I probably assumed it was October 31st and I... I looked on the calendar and saw it's like a Tuesday or something and wondered if they were going to do it. Did, did they already announce that and I missed it? That's a big possibility, I'm thinking. No, this was actually oh, really? just something that had kind of like people started talking about it. Like maybe they'll do November because there's 48 nights this year, which is insane. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, as of oh, okay. the last announcement, which we got with The Last of Us, you know, a couple weeks ago, they were still concluding on that Halloween night. Okay. All right. I'm going to cut all that out to make it look like I had already researched that and knew that answer. <laughs> well, that's okay because that is a huge deal. We've been asking for those November dates mm-hmm. to make a return for a little while now. And <laughs> frankly, I was just going to say, frankly, I'm really excited to have my Halloween night back. I don't have to worry about trick-or-treating slash haunting the neighborhood slash HHN. I can actually just enjoy my night out for Halloween. When Halloween fell on a Friday, a Saturday, or Sunday, I was perfectly fine with it ending on Halloween because it was very easy for a lot of people to make it. Monday was a, like last year was a little bit of a stretch um, for me to kind of get there and, and, and I couldn't stay super late. And then seeing pretty much, I was going to have to do that for the next like three years until it fell on a Friday again. I'm pretty excited that it's on the fourth. And the fact that again, still haven't discussed the details that frequent fear plus includes the fourth and frequent fear does not is also a huge factor in me probably going that direction. To yeah. Be there totally. that last night, getting those last two nights is a huge yep. benefit of the plus pass. And, um, yeah, it's probably the main reason that that I'm also looking at that um, when I decide to pull the trigger. I will go ahead and mention this. They are doing something new this year 
which is a little peculiar. You actually have <laughs> this to. This is weird. <laughs> it is weird. It's not even a little peculiar. It is odd. And I imagine it's just for keeping track of things and trying to hopefully, hopefully it's not to limit the amount of people that can buy passes for certain dates because that's going to cause a tizzy. We really don't know what yeah. this means yet, but for you and I, it's a weird situation where it's like, so are we going to have to go to the park, scan our passes and then go well, back to the hotel? Like that, what's, is, what's, what's weird about it is that it's use it on or after that date. The first time you don't have to, you can put it and this what everyone's probably going to do this. They're going to put September 1st. And if they don't get there that opening night, no big deal. It's that's the part that I find weird is like, why it's like that day or after you have to scan it the first time. Like if you, if you fat finger, if you're using your phone, you accidentally hit, uh, what's the next Friday? Um, uh, September 8th, you screwed yourself. You got to wait a week to use it. It's very strange. It, it's that after part. That's really strange. And it's just really weird. Like I, I imagine this is for data tracking. Cause maybe yeah, it, it, they're it, it, going ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, the fact that it's after it, it's it, it, that it, it, that's all it ma- that makes sense to me. And it's, it's probably something they're working on to release something wider in another season. This is, I think this is like the, and I have no basis of, of what I'm saying whatsoever. It seems like a test bed for something they're working on for a later season. Well, that's exactly what I was going to say, because I think that what's, what we're seeing here is um, we might eventually be moving to the rumored and on my part speculation of the, the multi-night pass instead of mm-hmm. what they're doing now, where it's, Hey, pick your dates in advance. Almost like right. what the, um, the Disney passes do now. That's it's, it's, uh, I had two ideas. One was that, and the other was, are we going to see a reservation system for this event? Maybe not next year, but come the time Epic is up and running, are we going, are they going to institute a reservation system for your HHN nights now? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know anybody involved with it and I know nothing about those kind of operations, but those are the ideas that popped in my head. I am just real worried because I, I don't know what this means and I don't mean to cause like a panic or anything like that, but do we think like eventually September 1st will be a booked date and you have to book the pass after that? Like what, what are they doing here? That's the weird part. I don't, I don't know how I feel about this. (laughs) I just, I just wish there was more information so we could kind of figure out what was going on. There's only one other pass I have that asked me for a start date. And I'm not saying it's the only one in the in, in Orlando. It's the only one I have. And that's Kennedy Space Center. But there's – and that's my annual pass. And that's because they – like, if I order it on Black Friday, they always have a Black Friday deal for it. They'll ask me, you know, when am I planning to come? And I'm like, well, I'm not planning to come till January 1st. Like, well, we'll put you down for January 1st. That way it's good till January 1st the following year. They do it so you get a full year out of it. This has – this is – that's not this. I mean, that, that's not even logistically – like, it, it's a – 48 night thing period it's not a year event so i don't know i don't know what this is for exactly it's all speculation from my end and initially when i was looking at it i was like so what if i what if i select the 29th will my pass become a you know a hundred dollars cheaper or something like that that is not the case no it's not (laughs) you could put october 31st and you were going to pay the same price you know it's funny i didn't try that i just assume there's no way they're doing that (laughs) it's like no you're paying the full price no matter what i mean this is the this is the home of the 75 dollar vr escape room they did in what 26 or 27 (laughs) so they're not doing that Yeah. uh, Well, let's break down those passes because all the options are returning again this year. There's the Russia Fear Pass, which allows uh, pass holders to visit the first 18 nights of the event. Um, If you are doing that without Express, that'll run you 180 plus tax. I'm not doing the 79.99, folks. I'm just going to round up for you. Make it easy. Um, (laughs) If you add Express, that has a a pretty massive jump of about $350. That goes up to $530 plus tax for Russia Fear. The Frequent Fear Pass, uh, which excludes most Fridays and Saturdays, um, ultimately you'll get 30 nights of the event. That costs you $230 plus tax, and adding Express to that will cost you $610 plus tax. The Frequent Fear Pass Plus, which I believe is probably the most popular option amongst 
you know, uh, the Orlando locals at least, um, that will run you to 70 plus tax, which will get you into 40 nights of the event. And of course that just excludes most Saturdays. Um, if you add express to that ticket, that's going to take you to a crisp $700 plus tax. Well, it's seven. It's I, and I'll tell why I know the price. It's it's seven fifty. I'm rounding up like you, yeah. but when tax yeah, yeah. is done, so you're looking at seven fifty, which is fifty one dollars more than I paid for my Ultimate Express <laughs> with Express in two thousand twenty or uh, twenty six. You better be comfortable dealing with needles because we're going to have to go donate some plasma to afford <laughs> <laughs> Halloween Horror Nights tickets this year. And then finally, the big boy, the ultimate frequent fear pass, which is every single night of the event, will cost you $375 plus tax. And if you add Express, it's going to bump it up to very close to $1,000 plus tax. It's going to be $1,000 next year. I don't think the list price is going to be $20,000. No, that's that's $2,075. I don't think the I don't think the, the face price is going to be 1000 but I think it's going to be with tax $1,000 next year. Yeah. Easy, it, easy. It's 920 like, like, plus that's tax. That's the most so, yeah. safe, safe HHN prediction I've made in a year is that one. Right uh, that is insane. And of course, you know, it is one of those things as they add more event nights, of course, it's going to get more expensive. And that's just kind of how things are. But the increase is uh, quite substantial. And for the the record, I decided to go ahead and pull it up and see how much uh, the last time Stranger Things was at the event, how much a pass would it cost you then? That's so, a good question. <laughs> the Rush of Fear would have cost you $109 back in 2019. Remember, it's $179 now. Uh, with Express, that would have taken you up to $335. Frequent Fear would have cost you $120. With Express, that would have taken you to $375. Frequent Fear Plus, which I had that year without Express, cost me $140 plus tax. And uh, if I was to have gotten Express, I would have paid $460. Plus tax. The ultimate frequent fear pass would have cost me two fifty nine in twenty nineteen, and then I would have paid six seventy nine for the ultimate frequent fear with Express. Um, some some major climbs over the last yeah. couple of years. It is drastically spiking, and um, you know that's it's a premium product. You're always going to pay premium prices for it, but I do kind of wonder what's what are people going to do this year? Are they downgrading as far as like past here, but keeping their express? Are they dropping express? Are they pricing people out entirely? It's just one of those things where right. I'm going to have to kind of, you know, I would actually be really interested in talking to a lot of you listeners out there and seeing what you're looking at for this year. Because for a lot of us, we live and breathe the event. It's something we look forward to all year. It's hard to imagine being without it. But frankly, it's, uh, you know, if you can't swing it, you can't swing it. So I get that. This will probably be my last year of it with plus, and yeah. it's not, and it's not because they're pricing me out. Now that it, it sounds like I was jumping right on to complain of the price, it's not it. If it, if I, if it's something that I really want to do, I'll find a way to afford it. If it's out of my price range, it's not yet. It's dangerously close. Um, but last year, I think last year is the least amount I've ever gone, and I feel like that might happen this year although it might be even because there's more days i'm gonna look real hard at particularly at the fridays that i go and if i end up not really taking advantage of those days that i can't get without the um just the frequent fear pass and i know that's going to cut me out of the last night but that just might be the way it goes and maybe I'll do something where I sell blood and get a ticket, a regular night ticket and go last night anyway. I'm going to take a real close look at not just how many days I go, but what days I go this year. Um, because it's just, 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 uh, it's, it's economics. Again, it's not as a protest to the price being high. It's just like, well, what's, what is a better maximization of my dollar? And that might be what I end up doing next year. I could surprise myself this year and say, no, it's, you know, plus is still the most economical and most time I get to spend in the park. I don't know. I'm going to pay a lot more attention to that than I have in the past few years because, and I will say, if I'm going to say one negative thing about the price increase, the price increase is what made me think to do that. I'm not doing it in spite of the price increase, but it made me think maybe I should take a better look at how much I'm taking advantage of what I'm, or what, what, what the return on my investment is on my ticket this year. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And the only thing I would add to that is for me, it's like, well, if I'm spending 610 already for frequent fear why wouldn't i just pay the 90 bucks more 
for the plus to get the option of those 10 additional mm-hmm. nights. However, right. that is strictly my logic. For some people, you know, over a hundred bucks when you're we're factoring in tax, that's well worth the savings. And that's just going to be a personal decision that you'll have to make. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I hope that maybe we're heading towards the event expanding a little bit. Maybe finding, maybe scare zones get more elaborate. Maybe the house budgets go up even more than they already are. And maybe we do finally see that rumored 11th and 12th house. Um, This is the best case. This is also my thought process. uh, What? Seven hours into the news. So, you know, I mean, it, this time next week, it it might even be the furthest thing from my mind. So you know, this is this is all. It's 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 no nearly near knee jerk reaction of of uh, of uh, seeing the price. So this you know that's what I'm thinking now. Yes, we something next week. We're like oh hell yeah, I'll pay it next year. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, yeah. I guess. Well, oh, going ahead, Matt. I was say. Speaking of that, have you bought yours yet? Because normally we no. are first day buyers. Okay. Actually, as of last year, I waited about a month to buy mine, and oh, I'm really? actually did you? Oh, okay. This well, is, for some reason, I thought we bought because I know we were. No, we weren't. That was the. Oh my god! Before, time is man. going by way too fast. Holy crap! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're right. I, but I know one year we were working together, and we both bought it at work. At we stopped work everything. Together. We bought our passes. <laughs> We were so excited because that was 30. That was the big return. So That's you right. Yeah. Dropped every, I don't think any work got done that day um, <laughs> and everything <laughs> like that. But uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be fun to actually <laughs> drop that amount of cash on this pass because look, I, this is what I factored my pass, which is going to be the frequent fear plus with express was going to be. So mm-hmm. I, there's still the sticker shock just because I spend that much money on very few things in my life. <laughs> like that needs to be <laughs> a massive purchase for me. But look, this is a massive purchase for me. Like we said at the top, this is something we look forward to all year round. It's hard to imagine the Halloween season without it. And with the option to go and knowing how much I go during the event, um, the pricing is it always works out. Uh, yeah, the, right. You know, yeah. It's like, what are you going to do? Not go. And it's like, yeah. of course not. Um, and it's like, well, you know, maybe you should downgrade. And I stubborn me is like, absolutely not. I'm not going to do that. So it is what it is. They've got me. They've got me. Yep. And, uh, and I'm yep. chained. Even though I'll be planning the track. Like I said, uh, I will. We'll see. I was going to buy mine today. And <laughs> this is, this was, like, I don't know if there's a lesson to be learned in this or what you would even call this, but uh, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you the story because it was like one of those things where I was like, I just like it. It's like, I should have known this. How did I not know this? And crap. Now I put myself in a situation where I have to wait a week. Um, we're planning a trip to Europe next year Yeah, with a couple of friends. So, so my wife has asked me to make pretty much any big purchases, anything that's like a hundred bucks or more on our travel card. Cause that, that'll help. Like you go to Wawa and get a pretzel and a tea. She doesn't care if I use a debit card, but something that we, because she wanted us to, she wanted me to use that and then we'll pay it off. And we've been doing this for a little while now. Sure. Um, Ever since, well, we did it in preparation for Denver as well. So I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. Haven't really had a big ticket purchase item in a month or two. And I went to get the ticket today and I'm putting in all my information for the credit card and I'm not really paying attention to what I'm doing. I'm just typing in numbers and like it was kept getting kicked back and i'm like what the heck and i finally read the like little red warning it said expiration date like was wrong or out of date and i'm like oh shit this card's expired so i'm like we have to have new cards i mean they they send that like months ahead of time so i was like i'll call my wife and um asked her I was like did, did you know the the travel cards expired and she's like yeah i noted noticed that the whatever day it was when she tried to get something, she's like, and I don't think they sent us cards or we didn't get them. I'm like, well, crap, you just, you just answered my question. And you also answered my backup question, which was going to be, is your card expired? Can you please buy this for me? So like, shit. Okay. Um, now I don't think we didn't get, I don't think they were stolen because there's no charges from the expiration date or even there's no charges. We don't recognize 
Chances are they're somewhere in this house. We're the type of couple that we get the mail and throw it on this washstand that's in the hallway. And after like a month or two, we get sick of it and then pile everything up and throw it in a box. <laughs> it's, it's probably one of those boxes. But when I looked real quick. I could not find it. I went ahead and ordered new cards. I, I, I reported them as lost so that they change the number and, and, and get rid of the, the ones they sent us. Um, but it's going to take a week to get here. I almost... I could get it in three days if I spent $17. I'm like, no, I'll just wait four more days. <laughs> I think you're okay. So that was a little frustrating. Yeah. No, I'm not worried. Of, yeah. yeah, I'm not worried about not getting it, but I was like, ready. It's like, you know, I, I, I went through the, the, the seven emotions or whatever it is of, of purchasing a frequent fear plus with express that you go through. <laughs> and I was, and I got past it all and I was ready to go for it and I couldn't do it. Now I did. <laughs> oh, I forgot a part of the story. There is a moral to this story. and Well, maybe not a moral, but it's, I finally learned something after 20-some years of marriage. Apparently, I haven't learned how many years I'm married because I'm not sure what, what it is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, asked, I was talking to her. I was like, because I have the money for it. I, 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 know, I know it's coming. I know it's coming this time every year. I have the money. I was, like, I was like, you know, do you mind if I just go ahead and buy this? And the answer was, go ahead and do what you want. But the tone was, if I did what I want, that's the wrong decision. You know what sure, I mean? Sure, <laughs> so yeah, I was like, okay, I'll wait a week. It's cool. <laughs> I'll wait. And then I'll put it on a travel card and then just transfer the cash over. It's fine. It's all good. You'll be all right. I, I don't think there's <laughs> yeah. hordes of people. I mean, there are a lot of you, but I, I think you'll be fine to buy your frequent fear pass plus uh, with Express. There is always a feeling of, of um, like a, a, a immediacy when it's all people the same community talking about the same thing about how they bought it. It's like, that's all I saw today sure. was what people bought. And now granted, that's like 20 people. But when, when that's all you see, it feels like the entire world has bought it and you're going to miss out if you don't hurry. But in reality, it's, it's not that many yet. So yeah, I, I, I'm not too worried about that. People still have to figure out what the heck they're doing, whether or not mm -hmm. they're they're selling grandma's heirlooms, fine china, yep, donating plasma. We'll figure yeah, it out. Exactly. We're all in this together, folks. Um, but yeah, you know, we should talk about this little thing called Stranger Things because that was the big big announcement <laughs> for everybody. Um, Stranger Things returning for the first time since 2019. Um, and that was the sort of divisive Stranger Things seasons two and three that year. And then, of course, the year prior in 2018 with HHN 28, that was the first season. So, yeah, the return of Stranger Things. And we're going to get into that right after I tell Matt I was wrong about something. Matt, I've been wrong. Uh, you got to narrow it down because I can give you a list of stuff you've been wrong about with these. Matt, uh, <laughs> I have a confession to make. I am, oh boy, okay, I, that's a little different. That's a little more. I'm that's a little pulling spicier. an usher. Last year, I said a remark that I would like to recant. I would like oh, to okay. apologize for um, because when we what were about talking, the time about, you snapped at me saying they were going to have it during COVID. Someone apologized for that. <laughs> they're going to do it. I promise. Um, <laughs> they already said they're going to do it. So you're stupid. Okay, thanks. <laughs> I don't know if that's what you said, but that's how I remember it. That is how you remember it. And I've yeah. gone back and listened and that's not quite right. Um, but last year when Universal Monsters Legends Collide was announced, I said, hey, I'm real excited for this house. But you know what? The Mummy isn't my favorite. And I think the Mummy movie from 1932 starring Boris Karloff is boring. And just recently... <laughs> I had a come to Jesus moment. I've been digging into my complete 30 film box set of the Universal Monsters and rewatched The Mummy. And uh, I apologize, Mummy. You are a fine piece of work. <laughs> you are a well shot movie. You are entertaining. Uh, you look amazing. The production value is all there. You are like Dracula 2.0. I mean, heck, y'all even share the same things, but you are. Dracula 2.0, and you were better than that movie, even though it's right behind you. You were better than that movie, and I just want to apologize to you, Mr. Boris Karloff. Your favorite movie of mine outside of Frankenstein is still The Old Dark House. I think more people need to see that one, but The Mummy is a fine addition to your filmography, and there's a reason it should be celebrated. I said the same thing, and I apologize for nothing. 
look, we gotta get, we gotta, <laughs> we gotta do our, our look back on these movies at some point. We gotta, we keep talking about it. No, we do. We do. And I might find a new perspective on it, but I don't know. It's, it's, that's a tough one for me to get through. I love the last bit of it. The last, I don't know what, eighth of the movie. I love that. That's great. It's getting to that point. That's hard. <laughs> it's a 70 minute movie and Matt loves the final six minutes of it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's about right. Oh, we'll give it another go. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll keep it under wraps for now, but yes, ah, let's, uh, let's give the people <laughs> what they've been waiting for. And let's talk about stranger things season four. Well, to keep with my theme for the season, I haven't seen this either, dude. <laughs> I've seen, I'm holding you accountable for this one. You've had I, a whole year to watch I, this one. I know. Um, I, I looked at the stream dates or the whatever, the, I guess as you call it, the dates that the, the episodes are posted. And I really don't know what was going on during that time period that would have kept me from watching it other than maybe it, well, it is the midst of um, brewing competition season, which is always busy, but I don't know why I didn't go back and watch it. And that's, that's been the story for a lot of things. There's a lot of things I haven't seen that right when they come up and then I kind of just let them go. I need to, I need to get, get back to watching some of these things. So, but this, it'll be an easy watch for me. It's like, I've seen the other three. I mean, I watched, I watched stranger things before we even knew it was going to be anything with Halloween horror nights. And of course, season two and three, it was a must when that was announced, but I think I'd already watched them before that anyway. So I do want to see the story and I've, I've seen enough, memes and clips and um, references to it that I really do want to see what all that fits together. So this is going to be an easy watch, even though it's like nine hours of TV or maybe like closer to seven, it's still going to be an easy fit for me to get in before this, the season starts because I, I do want to see it. So that's, that's, that's the nice push I needed to kind of take a break from all the other things I'm doing and, and catch up on something that I, I want to do. Yeah, and I will honestly say you're in for a treat because while we've always been supporters of Stranger Things at the event, and we've really enjoyed um, most of, most of its output uh, during the HHN, you know, stuff. <laughs> Not very elegant, but you understand what I'm yeah. saying. Stranger <laughs> yeah. Things season four really translates itself to Halloween Horror Nights. There's a okay. lot of scenes you'll watch in this, and you'll just go, "Wow, I can 100% see how they're going to do that." And you were going to be very excited for it because cool. um, the the major addition of you have like the first general character that's introduced of the Mind Flayer and his name is Vecna. And Vecna is essentially like the Freddy Krueger style character of the Upside Down. Um, so he is the main baddie that we're going to be encountering through here. And he inhabits people's minds and takes control of them and puts them in almost like these these dream states uh, that's very kind of reminiscent of Freddy Krueger. In fact, um, even Robert England makes an appearance in the season, which I think oh, is really? fun. I didn't yep, know that. Yeah. Well, he has that a little spoiler. cameo in it. Well, it was talked about before it came out. You had <laughs> I, uh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so let's go ahead and read that description. So the Stranger Things house mirrors the mind-bending twists and supernatural terror of season four, immersing guests in a heart-pounding experience alongside valiant characters from the series, including Eleven, Max, Eddie, and more. Guests will find themselves on the front line of Vecna's deadly attacks on the citizens of Hawkins while traveling through iconic scenes, including the notorious Hawkins Lab, the en enigmatic real house and Vecna's chilling mindscape along the way guests will confront their deepest fears and come face to face with otherworldly creatures like demo bats and even Vecna himself and a race against the clock guests find themselves in the ultimate showdown with Vecna's blood red mind lair striving to escape and save mankind from his deadly curse so yeah that's that's a lot of stuff that makes <laughs> no sense to you just yet <laughs> nope but it not will yet. yeah Hawkins lab. You're good on that one. Yeah. Uh, Vecna. You're just going to have to see him. There was some Vecna drop uh, merch drops that came through today. They are continuing their preview merch. Um, it prominently features Vecna on the front. Yeah. Back to black and red looking <laughs> strong. They should have used red fabric with black print on this one. Just say I would dig that. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. We've got the, uh, I will say, I like the 2023, kind of the the dripping logo 
more in red than I did in the kind of the blue color. Mm-hmm. You see that? Yeah. Yes. Yes. But uh, yeah, overall, I would say anticipation is pretty high for this one. I do think that they're going to take some of the stuff that worked and didn't work from the last two Stranger Things iterations and really just make this something cool. The fact that they've got Netflix back in the bed um, to work on another collaboration is a big deal. And I think it will continue to be a fruitful partnership for them because who knows? You, you know, it's just, it's got to be a multi-deal thing, right? Like if Haunting of Hill House was the last one of that one, they had to come in and sign a new contract, right? Oh, I, I mean, no, without having any idea, that makes perfect business sense to me, but who, who I, I don't know. <laughs> I know Netflix. I know Netflix is not like it, it's. I don't know if that it's hurting, but I know it's 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 felt a little bit of backlash from that whole password sharing thing. So they they maybe that worked in H in Universal's favor to uh, maybe get a a longer term contract for whatever expense or um, agreement comes with that a little, you know, uh, uh, maybe they had them up against the ropes a little bit this time because of that. Maybe they, yeah. the uh, Netflix wanted the exposure. Who knows? It's uh, again, no idea. <laughs> Speculation on my part. Yeah, no, 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 that's totally fair. And um, yeah, I'm just really excited about this because I think this is another big win for them. I think that they obviously know what they're doing as far as, coming right out of the bat with the two big assumed properties this year. You know, once again, Chucky has been announced, but I'm talking about this year. So (laughs) with the last of us and stranger things really just at the forefront of the pop culture discussion with last of us just being a little bit more recent, these are the big things. And if you're anchoring the event this year, what makes me excited is now we can start to get into the weird stuff. I'm sure there's yes. going to be some other properties that come through. Presumably, I always just take the assumption of the five five split with monsters sort of kind of being an original that I count as you know six for the original side. But the point being is now we can get into the really weird stuff because we've got the good stuff that people are excited for. So <laughs> who knows what's coming up next? That's kind of what I'm thinking. As well, I think we got all the tentpole stuff mainly out of the way. There's still maybe some IPs to come, especially if if um, rumor mill is right. That's why the whole Universal's like I don't know if it's, it's it seems worse since the cancellation in, in during COVID. Like the the leaks in Universal are worse than a screen door in a submarine. And I think the originals as a collective always went out ter- towards me. There's that there's that 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 weird. Um, middle ground of the Universal Monsters original stories, I guess you'd say. I don't know what you would even call that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a crossover between these two worlds. So I'm looking for, like I said, I think the big tent pole stuff is the other way. There's, there's, there's I know there's one um, <laughs> uh, something coming that is an IP. I don't know if you call it a tent pole um, IP, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to where we go from here. And of the three. Well, now I'm, I'm more excited to see Chucky now that I know what it is, and I'm curious what they're going to do. Um, yeah, of the three, I, I I've already said it, and halfway through this episode, I haven't seen any of these properties until after they've been announced. So this is the first one that's been announced that I don't know the exact source material. I mean, I know the world building around it, um, but it's it's one of the three that I'm most excited about because of what they did in the past. If they kind of recapture the magic that they got in one and learn their lessons from what didn't work in two and three or the second house, whatever you want to call it. I think this could be the best of the three when all said and done. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of interesting because right now it's a toss up between last of us and this one, as far as my excitement meter, I think they're kind of right down the middle. I will say I'm I'm definitely more familiar with stranger things and I love the iconography of it, just like a lot of people do. And having watched the season, I just know that there's a lot of potential for them to do. There's like literal creepy haunted houses in this one. That's going to be really fun. On the other hand, the last of us is so interesting because it's a major property that everyone is so, so excited about. And it's something new that I haven't seen before, Mm, but then it's also in a weird spot where it's, you know, post-apocalyptic zombie-esque situation. It's like, well, I kind of have an idea of what that's like, but I've never encountered the creatures before, but it kind of just constantly goes back and forth where 
it's going to be interesting because I think both of these um, Stranger Things and The Last of Us are probably going to end up towards the middle ish bottom kind of area. Let's say the the five to seven range on my end hype list um, before we go into the event. But and that's not knowing everything else is coming. Just usually originals get that bump. That that's my main point. But um, it's just going to be interesting seeing where it eventually kind of lines up for me because I there's a lot of potential to surprise me and come out and do something new and interesting with both of these. Yeah, that's I forgot about the premise of Last of Us because I haven't watched that yet. That could be too. And I'm just I'm now bookmarking videos to make sure I get these done. I, I'm I the reason I haven't watched it yet, because I don't know if I want to watch like a condensed two or three hour cutscene and a little bit of gameplay or watch a full gameplay through. I think I've now marked both. I'm going to watch the shorter one first to make sure I at least see something in case I run out of time. I mean, that's a weird thing to say in July, <laughs> and I don't have to worry about it till September. I shouldn't run out of time, but I don't ever intend to run out of time when I have these homework assignments. So I think I'm going to start with the shorter one, and if I'm able to watch the longer one, that too, to get an idea. That might, that, the, the, on paper, and from what you've told me, that, that actually might, I might be more excited about that once I see the source material. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be interesting there. And if you fail to meet your commitment the night before, I will clockwork orange you in your living room, <laughs> and you can you can watch the playthrough. I will. I've been uh, talking to a couple friends recently. Shout out to Dakota over at Cathoid Coaster who just uploaded uh, part of his uh, Hard Nights Gauntlet after a little bit of hiatus. But he told me that he had just played through the game for the first time in anticipation for it. So we're not alone. The point being is people are checking out this sort of thing that even though it feels like it's a worldwide phenomenon that everyone except us (laughs) doesn't (laughs) know about. Um, And I will be watching the season this month. That is my, my promise to you folks. Um, I can't say it'll be before the next episode because I would like to get out something sooner than that, but I'm getting into it. The point being is a lot of us are diving into this for the first time, whether it's Mm. stranger things, whether it's Chucky, whether it's last of us, and that's always fun because once again, now that we've got these properties and things we can kind of watch in the backlog and start to get anticipated or excuse me, start to get excited with the anticipation of Halloween Horror Night season coming through, then we kind of get the little the drip feeding of all the original content as well. Right. So it's it's all going to it's a boulder downhill at this point. I really feel <laughs> like we are up the hill and we are just waiting to go down. Oh, here's a question. Since everything seems to be coming later this year, although it, and I, I still don't, I got to look at Gary's spreadsheet to see if that's true or not. Do you think we're going to be drip fed the originals or do you think we're going to get a, a all in one post again this year for that? Well, let me explain. When I say the drip feeding, I more so mean we have less to go off of with the originals. We really oh, just I got you. Oh, oh I see what you're saying. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But. Okay. I unfortunately, this is one of my least favorite things is when they drop all the originals at the same time. So I'm really hoping they're not doing that. I would like all of them to have their time to shine in the sun. But the truth of the matter is (laughs) we're we're going to need consistent announcements from here on out every week (laughs) if we're going to try to do that. Because, I mean, I feel like normally we have all the information by first week of August and boy, howdy, we are in the second week of July right yeah, now. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm pretty much expecting the originals to be dropped altogether unless there's yeah. one really big, uh, uh, boy, what do you call, what do you, there's that middle ground again. I was going to say the Universal Monsters one. I mean, I guess that's IP. I think that's going to get its own announcement. Assuming, yeah. assuming that there is one, you know, that, that could be one of the, that, that rumor seems the most likely considering they own the, the property. So, I feel like they've had so much success with the monsters. I'm not even doubting it at this point. Like I just expect monsters every year. And in fact, universal, if you're listening, if you ever stop doing the monsters, um, I'm going to be real sad. I'd be a real (laughs) sad boy. That's your threat. Wow. Boy, that should get them to comply. You don't want to bum me out. I just said nice (laughs) things about your, your, uh, 90 year old movie. Uh, you, you don't want, (laughs) uh, (laughs) but yeah, uh, I do. If they are listening, I also have one other request. If you're going to announce another IP that I'm not familiar with, please make it like a 90 minute movie. I, I don't have time to watch nine out nine episode seasons and 11, 12, 13 hour playthroughs. Come on, make it. Well, what's Megan? Megan's an hour. Make it an hour and 42 minute runtime if you could. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 that's perfect. I totally agree with you. Um, but yeah, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we don't have any more to add to our watch log because Lord knows I'm not going to get to it. <laughs> it's, <laughs> right. It is, it is time as far as I'm concerned. I'm in a home goods. I'm in at home. I'm looking at Halloween decorations. <laughs> um, the worst of the two of us is my wife with Halloween decorations. I love them too, but I, I like the second she got a whiff of the arena at summit at home. She rushed over there. And the irony of all this is that uh, here's this, this house out of a statement is this. I don't have time to watch stranger things for, but I have time to wind down with an episode of hoarders every night for some fucking reason. I don't understand why. <laughs> and this, yeah. <laughs> this woman, one episode of this woman had like, I don't, I, I can't even, her house looked like the aisles of an at home on October 15th. Like she had that much stuff, Halloween stuff. She had a lot of holiday stuff, but a lot of Halloween. And my wife made a comment and just as a reaction, while like half focused on the TV and half hearing her, I said, we're one shopping season away from that. And I immediately regretted it. <laughs> and I l- kind of like slowly looked over at her cautiously, I guess is a better way to say it. And either she didn't hear me or she was ignoring me. Either way was fine with me because like I said, I immediately regretted that. But uh, somehow I, I got through this one and, and much to my relief. <laughs> you were a cat that used one of his nine lives. Yeah, really? That's a, that's a perfect analogy. Yep. Speaking of a cat that's used his nine lives, make sure to stream Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, now on Netflix. Uh, it's really good. It was one of my favorite I'm going to watch that. The hell with this other stuff. I'm going to yeah, watch that no, instead. You're t- <laughs> hey, Matt, did you watch the playthrough? No, I've just been watching Puss in Boots over and over and over and over. And then Hoarders. Uh, <laughs> and Hoarders. Again. Again. Between Puss in Boots and Hoarders, I mean, what what other free time does a man have? <laughs> But look, uh, if, I watch, if I find myself turning on Is It Cake before I watch any of Stranger Things 4, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut one of my own fingers off. I will break into your house <laughs> and not do anything, but it'll be a real bitch to fix that door. <laughs> <laughs> I will break into your house and I'll be sad. <laughs> and I'll leave and, and then I'll, I'll be, be like, uh, here's a Wawa sandwich. It'll be like a Sour Patch Kids commercial. You'll <laughs> what you should do is come in with a loop Euro throw it on the ground and smash it in front of me and leave. That would send a clear message. Oh, dude, I couldn't do that. I, I feel like <laughs> I, didn't, I, feel I didn't like think of that part. I, I feel like I would scream out in pain. That's, true. That's a good point. I forgot. You'd actually have to witness that as well. That's not a, yeah, that no one wins in that one. Never mind. Shout out to the loop gyros over in Kissimmee. They're delicious. <laughs> they if you're are. in the Orlando area, every time Matt and I get together, we go over to loop gyros. <laughs> um, Matt, um, speaking of euros, I guess it kind of looks like Vecna's face. So that, that <laughs> yeah, sweet right. lamb meat. Um, anything else you need to add about Stranger Things or before we kind of get out of here? No, um, I will. Oh, I do. Oh, um, yeah. I One of the things that makes me excited about it is that I, 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 come, I certainly know the soundtrack because that is like that been seems to be the people I know go to because it's very much like our our soundtrack of art at the age when we were those kids in the at the age of the kids in the show so the soundtrack does alone has me pretty psyched that's gonna be a fun that's that say what you will about run um was it blood sweat and fears that was one of the best soundtracks in a in many many years i think this is gonna be one of my favorites so i'm I'm looking forward to the use of music in this house a lot although i hope running up that hill is not the freaking played all over the park like blinding lights was last year i mean i'd like i like to hear it and it's where it belongs and then move on i love that despite having not seen the season you were um cautiously <laughs> with a stick against kate bush like please please no, don't no. it's no it's not that it's that it's it, well it's, i mean I, I i i don't even know if i we even talked about this last year i like blinding lights i like that song a lot um it's it's that if I come across it, I think I, I do own it. Yeah, because I bought um some of his music to I'm, I'm talking about the weekend, of course. Everyone knows that. I didn't need to explain that. I like that song, but man, like when I'm waiting in line for I don't even remember what was over on that side of the park, I heard it everywhere I went. And I and I'm sure it's not as wasn't playing as much as I thought it was. I think it's just like it's so 
it was enough for me to make it feel like everywhere I went, I was hearing blinding lights. And I don't want that. <laughs> Running up that hill seems to be that and Master of Puppets are the two songs that that seem to be most um, referred to when the show was running that I've seen. I haven't obviously seen it yet. Now it's pretty bad of me to have a double standard and say, if master of puppets was playing somewhere else, I wouldn't mind, but running up that hill would be everywhere. It'd be a little much for me, but Hey, that's, I'm also a grumpy old man. Sometimes best I can do is a, uh, one hour loop of another way out from the H 31 loop. Uh, no? Oh, uh, that, yeah. Uh, yeah, surprised. surprised you didn't go to send me an angel. Oh, well, I wish. I wish we were doing that one. I will say Stranger Things 4 for the trailer. It had a really sick, like, cinematic version of uh, Separate Ways by Journey. And because of the Tron connection, I'm all for Journey making its appearance at HHN this year. I just realized, I don't know why it just hit me, why that would, why running up that hill, playing it would drive me nuts. Just, and I just realized why blinding lights drives me nuts because I only know a certain section of those songs, and that's what gets stuck in my head over and over again. Like I like blinding lights, but I I can sing the first line up to the first stanza, and then I don't know the rest of the song. I can sing the stanza of running up that hill and nothing else of that song, so that's all that's in my head. So that's what makes it feel like it's worse than it actually is. So it's not you, sound, music, background picker person at Halloween Horror Nights. It's me. I feel like I've had a breakthrough in this therapy session. I, I think so. I'm glad. Are you reclined? Are you comfortable? I'm actually Can sitting upright because I was pretty excited to figure out what, how, why, why that, why that, why that would bother me. I'm like, okay, now I know. I don't know if learning the song would make it any better, but maybe it will. I'm not going to, I'm going to spend time memorizing the lyrics to running up the hill and the hell with watching the season of four of stranger things. I like that. I like that. And for this breakthrough, <laughs> you should reward yourself with a gyro over at the loop gyros. Uh, del- now I'm trying to do anything to keep from that happening. That's, I'm, yeah. That, that oh, really man. scares me. I'm considering making the hour drive right now. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's a great place for us to end this episode of the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights. Guess what, folks? It wasn't too long between The Last of Us and uh, this episode, but we're going to try to get out another thing sooner than the next. Well, unless it's like tomorrow or next week but we're gonna we're gonna try to get back together sooner to get another episode out here for you um what that might be you're just gonna have to stay subscribed check neozaz.com all your outlets everyone will be reporting usa today will let you know when catacombs of halloween horror nights post a new episode so check that out (laughs) who reads usa today other than people in hotels um as a person that Frequent hotels. Yes, we love USA Today. <laughs> well, yes, I mean, that's, it's the only place I see it anymore. Is it? It's usually sitting outside my door every morning, and I have to step over it because I don't know. I don't know why I feel weird stepping on it. But Matt, I'm telling you, if you ever don't want to pay for breakfast, there are enough hotels and resorts in the Orlando area where you could eat free breakfast for the rest of your life <laughs> just, just by stopping <laughs> and enjoying a, a copy of USA Today. <laughs> And a, a cold bagel and the toaster doesn't work. And maybe some lukewarm milk. Doesn't that sound Do nice? Do they have a waffle iron and or a pancake maker? Because that Depends on which break- one you go to. That is a deal breaker when I book my rooms and I go out of town. That's That's it, been the worst part. I can't believe we're this, we started so far off subject. We're ending so far off subject. That's, that's been the downfall of using Verbo and Airbnb these past few years is that you don't get that free breakfast in the <sighs> waffle maker and or pancake maker anymore. I don't even know what you're doing. You need to get back on track. What I'm doing, I'm saving literally thousands of dollars because hotel rooms are ridiculous. Look, I get it. Money is a thing. However, waffle maker and Why breakfast. Why are hotel rooms so expensive? That's, a, know, that's another conversation for another time, but my God. Things have gone downhill ever since Shatner left Priceline. That's all <laughs> I'm was, saying. I was thinking about going to the great American beer festival this year, but there's two reasons I'm not one. It's in Denver and I've just <laughs> been to Denver, but two, it's like, it's hard to get um, now since they've announced it for a good month. Now all the close Airbnbs or Verbos are taken and hotel rooms are fucking ridiculous. It's like three or $400 <laughs> for one. That's at the, where the convention is. And there's no way in hell I'm doing that or the festival is. And then even just five miles away, it's 200 a night. That's ridiculous. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's insane. Well, don't do that. Bring your no, own waffle maker. Yeah. 
Ooh. Oh. Well, you just might have changed my mind now about breakfast at Airbnbs. That's what I'm here for. Matt, I've gone ahead and mentioned a couple things, especially neozaz.com, where you're always updating the newest things coming to the podcast network. But as of the day we're recording this, so not long after this episode goes out. <laughs> That's right. The, re- the I'll return. Tell you one, I'll tell you the one night I'm not watching Stranger Things 4. That's tonight, baby. No What's way. Tonight, Matt? Because tonight know. is is the debut, season five, two episode debut, which actually kind of is is happy and sad. But uh, what show are you talking about, Matt? It's what we do in the shadows. Best show on TV in years. And and, and why I say it's like kind of bittersweet, that's the word I was looking for, is that they only ever do ten episodes a season and you it kind of you got two out of the way right away. But on the plus side, you got two episodes to watch tonight. So and my wife and I and Quint. It will be our first guest host. We have a rotating guest host on what we say in the shadows of podcast on news as. So if you miss Quint's voice, and honestly, how could you not check? Uh, I'd say about a week from now, because I know we're not going to record tonight when it's over. And then we got the weekend coming. So with, uh, within the week that will debut. And if you don't didn't know about the show to begin with, Check out the apparent four seasons worth of shows. I'm, I can't believe we're in fifth season already on newsaz.com. What we say in the shadows is the name of the show. So there you go. Can't wait. Can't wait. Going to get some dinner tonight and then relax. Might if I, depending on what time I have, I'm going to watch the last few episodes of last season just to ramp into the new season tonight. Awesome. Anything else you want to let the folks at home know about? No, that's about all we got really going on right now. I know the Grady's is coming back probably post-Halloween season. And if anyone that's listened to that knows there's a extremely strong Halloween Horror Nights connection to that, but we don't specify it. It's, it, 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 it really is like, it's encyclopedia Brown level of detective work to figure out what I'm saying. It's not hard. So check that out. If you haven't before, (laughs) you'll know exactly what I'm talking about right away. So that should be coming back, but that's not going to probably be till after post Halloween season because the people involved with that are very busy at Halloween. Matt, I'll be talking to you pretty soon because I'm going to be launching a new project pretty quickly, and that's super exciting. But for now, you can keep up with me on two other podcasts. You can keep up with me on the Grim Grinning Host podcast, which is a tribute to all things pop culture, but especially theme parks. I just did. Uh, I was just joined by good friend of the show, Gabe from Theme Park Duo, and my co-host, Brad Jost of the Jurassic Park Podcast, to talk about 20 things we love about the Indiana Jones Adventure attraction over in Disneyland. We talk about Super Bowl commercials. We talk about the eyes of Mara. We talk about AT&T decoder cards. You're not going to want to miss it. It's great. <laughs> and then, oh, going ahead. Uh, when you do 20 things, that's a lot of things for one attraction. Do you guys... Uh, did the host repeat each other a lot? Because I could see both happening. I could see, oh, no. I could see 60 individual things. And I could also see like some of the really big things overlapping. I could rattle off 20 individual things. I love right now. So it's well, 20 too, things, but they might be 10 of them might be the same as yours. Is what I'm I get saying. it. We, we usually okay. try to avoid overlap. So we'll, we'll okay. share before gotcha. we record, but it can be anything involving that attraction. So like I said, the Super Bowl halftime show, a fun little part of the attraction. One of my picks was Big Ass Snake because Big Ass Snake was <laughs> unprecedented in the Indiana Jones franchise. So little things like that. Unless so, you're a big ass snake, then you're a big thing. When you make your list, do you put like 30 things to make sure you got 20 individual things? I just put in 10 and pray to God and hope okay. for the best. Uh, okay. <laughs> I just because we do that's what we do sort of we do every episode just to go back to what we say in the shadows we bring our top three things we eventually cover the entire episode between three hosts because that's nine almost ten things I write out I probably write 25 things so it's like I'd never <laughs> in danger of overlapping anybody I totally get that. Yeah, we we usually try to avo- avoid any sort of overlap, and we'll uh, we'll pre-share just to make sure we don't. So that always helps too. Oh. Well, I mean, if you're going to pre-share, then that's that's cheating in my book. <laughs> you got to go into it cold. Oh well. Um, also on the Disorder Every Disney Film podcast, um, I actually just got to cover one of my all-time favorite movies with Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Uh, it's celebrating its big anniversary this year. And then this upcoming month, so in a couple days, we actually just talked about the 20th anniversary of Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. I actually just... Oh, my God. It's yeah, a- I know. Oh. 
I know. We actually just went to the theaters and watched the re-release on the big screen, which has me. I'm really, I'm feeling as piratey as I did back in 2006. I'll tell you what. Um, yeah. And then if you want to keep up with me on social media, not on, uh, for any of you wondering, I, because I don't do Twitter anymore, I will not be joining threads either. I'm sticking strong to my resolve there. No interest. Uh, but you can keep up with me on Letterboxd. I watch a lot of movies. You can find me at DIS, that's Diz Vincent Price. Man, I think that's it, Matt. All right. I think we've covered it all. So, hey, if, uh, you enjoyed this podcast, Thank you so much. We're glad to have you. If you have a moment, go ahead and leave us a five-star review on iTunes. It's been a minute since we've got a review, so I would love to see some new stuff come through. We hope to see you in the fog very soon. And for now, I just hope you keep running up that hill, babe. <laughs> unlike unlike Matt. He That's doesn't want to see you run up I, that hill. The lines I know, now it's stuck in my head again. <laughs> it's Damn the title it. of the song. Uh, well, yeah, there's that. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights podcast. The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is a Neozaz Internet Entertainment production. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, visit our website at neozaz.com. The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Universal Studios Florida. All Halloween Horror Nights properties, icons, titles, events, and related items are property, trademark, and copyright, Universal Studios, or their respective trademark and copyright holders. For more Halloween Horror Nights coverage, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and follow our Twitter account at Neozaz. To help support the series and all the work we do at Neozaz, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.